0: All right, so today on the podcast, I interview Shannon Ray, who started out wanting to save the world. She ended up helping businesses create systems that help them to scale. Instead, she finds clarity by knowing her why. She says she turns everything into purpose and power for her. She doesn't know why she follows through with things and says it's really an internal motivation, but structures do help her a lot too. Check out this talk for her tips.
1: Right, so
0: today I have Shannon Ray with me as one of our speakers on the summit. And Shannon, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, kind of where you came from and
1: where you are now and how that's changed your life yeah first of all thank you for having me i'm super excited to be here with you absolutely Um, yeah so i think i you know in, in in business i started in my like i was gonna save the world and be a part of the peace corps and You know, had this crazy vision about that. And ironically, you have to have a college degree and speak a second language. And I don't speak second languages very well. And so I foregone the the Peace Corps and decided I was going to move to Southern California and, you know, just kind of work in domestic violence and in trauma work out there. Of course, where were you from? I was from Illinois. Illinois, right. Okay. Yeah. So. You know but of course I moved to a border state where you need to speak a second language right which all of which are signs right and I, I did it for about six months and realized that I the system just wasn't working for me there was something broken about the system and it was my first indication that I'm a, a systems thinker and I ended up in technology and dot coms and before there was you know get, you know the people that we have today Facebook and Google and when there was AOL and Netscape and people were trying to learn how to do email and what a website is and way back in the day. And it kind of um, gave me this, this bug, this like bite for what it means to help companies grow from startup. And for the last 20 years, I've been doing the same thing. I've been helping companies do turnarounds and mergers and acquisitions and expand their growth and ultimately help them grow their, their revenues, their profits and their margins by being systemic. like building a scalable system. And how do you do that in a way that um, is in a culture, a progressive culture that you can actually sustain, build a lasting company to grow. So I kind of just fell into it with a completely different vision than where I am today. But I think that what what I love is that combination of building systems and companies and helping them grow. And I love business, but I also, you know, love the human development side. So I've also worked for many, many years in the trauma side as well. And I just do it because I love to do it as side work and as, you know, give back philanthropy business. And so it's allowed me to kind of bridge the two together that ultimately 15 years ago helped me build the Power Integration Center, which grew out of a consulting firm that I have as well. So I've had a consulting firm for 25 years. We still help companies, you know, two to 10x their revenue and grow their businesses and handle those transition times. But we also, out of that, realized really early in the first 10 years that we can build systems all day long, but if people don't shift to actually sustain those, right, and we don't get the right people in the right roles who are ready to handle that level of growth, right? So we would often build these amazing systems, get companies to great places, and they couldn't sustain it. Within 18 months, they were back to where they started when we worked with them. And so I very early on in my young, you know, in my 20s, I really learned how to really help adjust to the people side of the business as well, whether that's getting the right people in the right roles, or really doing a level of leadership development that helps you not just develop a skill set in leaders, but have you execute, how do you consistently drive those kinds of results, through both mindset and execution and, and skill level that can sustain that kind of growth. So here I am today with three companies, a nonprofit doing work with trauma survivors, and I've learned to integrate all of that um, together in a way that provides value for others, but also gives me the life you know with the kind of meaning and purpose and freedom I've really been looking for. That is so
0: wonderful. You know, it's really funny. I I didn't, I didn't quite get that connection, but that's that's how I ended up being a coach. I was in technology and implementing all these systems. And then I was like, okay, there's a big elephant in the room and I can put these systems in all day long. But if we don't fix that, that thing right there, we're not going anywhere. And that's how we ended up in coaching. Isn't that
1: funny? That's awesome. (laughs) And we literally took You know, there was something that I had to just stop and ask myself a question in my my 30s still. I was like, how am I without a business degree, right? I I have my master's degree in human development now, but without an actual MBA, like how am I creating such extraordinary consistent results? We've worked in 23 different industries. We're consistent in our results. We have a 95% success rate. We've taken eight of nine startups to profitability, you know, scale or sale. How am I doing that in my 30s? With people who are in their 40s and 50s that have MBAs in really massive global brands and companies, and the I, I, what I realized is the style and approach that we take and how we develop leadership and how we, de, you know, we feel that execution is really created was was rather unique, and I didn't know that because I just didn't know any better, right? It's just the way I thought. Of gotta it. love that, just yeah. pure. Yeah. So we just we built. Programs out of it. You know, not everybody can hire us to come in and execute for them and, you know, run their company for them, but a lot of people still need to do that with their people. And so a coaching and training company got built out of it with all of that, you know, work that we've done over the years to be really successful with companies who we executed for.
0: That's awesome. That's awesome. Thank you so much for sharing that. And so, what has doing all of this, uh, how has it benefited you personally and your family? Tell us that.
1: Well, you know, the side story is that the side stories (laughs) I've lived through enough trauma to last me a lifetime, by the way, in my personal life. I, in my 20s, the same time I was growing that company, got married to a man who had mental health issues and Mm -hmm. self-medicated those mental health issues. We had um, two children, which, you know, had some great years. And then at the birth of our second child, decided to self-medicate his stress, you know, that came with all of that. Became a Gramma Day Crystal user. Oh. And uh, yeah, and so I lived through this 18-month version of my life that was I like to call my my interesting left turn because nothing mm-hmm. in my life up to that and nothing since then has really looked like that. But what's interesting is, you know, he, he tried to kill me. I lived through rape, he stalked me for 18 months. You know, he, it took a long time. He failed out of seven rehabs trying to get clean and sober. And uh, as a result of that, I also, my second child has similar mental health issues that I've lived with raising a child on my own as a single mom for the last 20 years with a lot of mental health issues similar to that. And so when you, part of what I did when I built that leadership development company was was mirror the same work that we do in the trauma field. So we mm-hmm. do the same work with trauma survivors and domestic violence um, shelters and things of that nature. So, you know, what's interesting is everything that I've ever gone through prepared me to get through that and prepared me. It's, it's the work that I do now. I mean, when people work with now, they get, you know, a shaman and a coach and a business consultant, <laughs> all these things, which happen because of business they actually happen because of the struggles and strife that i lived through in my personal life and learning how to actually use them in my holistic life as a as a ceo and as a business owner and you know how do you take all that wisdom spiritual personal or business and integrate it into your life and, and make it you know cultivate the life you want based on the life you were given right and take ownership for the, you know, my part in all the of that. That are perfect. Right.
0: Right. Yes. You, you know, know. I, I didn't ask you that before we jumped on the summit, but you know, I, and you didn't know this. Actually, I had to take my son away from his father for three years wow. for the exact same issue. Mm-hmm. It took him three years to get himself back on track. And I left him when my son was one year old.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So gosh, it's like the universe sometimes brings people together they, and they, you're like, what was that
1: all about? <laughs> well, You know what's interesting, Marnie, is that here's, I think, the sad truth is that mm-hmm. in working with such a diverse audience, right? I work with everyone from a like, homeless woman in a shelter, you know, at, you know, one of the largest shelters in the West Coast to... Is CEOs who are driving these like fancy cars to their fancy homes and these fancy you know places. and truthfully, our shit is all the same. We've all mm-hmm. lived through stuff like how we respond to it, what we do with it, how we turn it around is really the difference between a life of meaning and freedom and power and one of feeling controlled and victimized and so on. And that might be you know something as drastic as what you and I have went through, but it also might be simple like a job loss or I've yep. lost a I've lost a business and lost six figures. I mean, so it, it can sometimes come from the from those things. A divorce, a loss of a child. I mean, I don't think anyone moves through life that I've met without getting touched or scathed in some way by yeah. some form of trauma that has shaped who they are and, and how they have learned to succeed through it.
0: Absolutely. And and uh, you know, I, I think that my mother used to always say, and it, it's, I use it still today, what doesn't uh, kill you builds good character. <laughs> yes. uh, yes.
1: Yes. All, day
0: long. All day long. And I tell my clients, you know, I have a, a billionaire and a couple of millionaire clients as well, and they mm-hmm. have the same problems you and I do. There's no... You know, just like you said, you know, you're working with a homeless person or with a billionaire, believe it or not, we're human. And, And so I think that that's part of your success is bringing that humanity into your work, which is really good. But let's transition into clarity because I have—I think I'm—I'm I'm suspecting you have a lot to give on that. So, how do you find clarity for yourself
1: or for your clients? I think for me, it comes from two things. One is knowing my why, like my, my unique reason for being here on the planet. I call it my personal brand. Mm-hmm. I know I have it in a, in two sentences, and I know that everything that I do, everything that I've ever done is tied to that as an anchor. And so for me, that's guiding people and organizations through the process of knowing, connecting and owning the essence of who they are, and then having grand and fulfilling relationships in the process. And so that's my personal statement. It's what I know that no matter what I touch, no matter what I do, no matter where I'm connected to, it guides me. And so when I get lost, when I get confused when things get you know thrown up in the air like they are right now in the world and the plan we you know set isn't the plan we're given I anchor back to that why like why Mm -hmm. am I doing what's important and the second thing that does it for me is anchoring to my sense of personal power knowing that I'm a co-creator with the process and the journey that I'm in and so you know when I look back at the situation my husband or the loss of a business you know, it's easy to say that someone else, um, and to not take ownership. But taking ownership, first of all, um, of what is mine, and not taking ownership of what isn't mine. You know, the the process of that ownership, getting really present, like present to that why, present to what's going on with me, present to how I feel, making a really, really. I think the the third thing I do is equalize it. Like, what's You and I are not different, right? Like you said, we all put our pants on the same way. It doesn't matter what we make or what level of success we think we have. Like, we're we're still human. You know, we're all equal. We, we, we're literally, we're in a meat suit. We're all going through life, you know, we're all doing the best we can. And then really making a conscious choice. So being strategic and being intentional and um, asking myself, what do I want to do? And knowing that I have the power to do that, like, I always have a choice. I always have something I can do about it. When I, when the pandemic hit, I was like, all right, this is it. This is where we're at. Like, what now? Where are my growth opportunities? Where are my points? Where can I leverage things? You know, where can I add value? Where can I be of more service? And when you look at those things in your life and in your business, everything amplifies everything and it amplifies with ease and resources come to bear that you didn't understand were available and i've just found that that four-step process always works for me we we, they're the four principles of power we teach by the way but they are these power these points of power that we all have access to and they're this four-step process that if you take yourself through it every single time you will feel liberated no matter what's happening around you that's
0: awesome that's awesome so let's talk about that power piece you know and sometimes you can call it willpower so basically you get clear on something and then where do you find the power to go through you know those times when things aren't so perfect right like right now it's it's you know you, you might be going through god you know oh i i'm i'm going to give up this business isn't for me it's not working everything's wrong you know or just having the the willpower to you know get it done
1: what what can you say about that i think it's a couple of things for me one it's about purpose you know having a really to me it's not about just my purpose like i you know i shared me having a clear why and what my and vision is important but what i mean by that is like knowing that everything has a purpose mm-hmm. and turning everything into purpose and power for me so you know when I look at what I went through with my husband, or what I lived through with my son, or living through chronic illness, or losing a business—like those all—all all of those things could feel random. Like the pandemic could feel random. Like, why is this happening to me? I'm losing my job, I can't eat, and they're painful moments. Don't get me wrong; none of that removes the pain. Pain nope. is part of the process, and it's necessary and valuable. But I think that's the piece—it's turning pain into value for me, and and taking. Of it in knowing that it has a reason, it has a purpose, and it has value, and constantly mining for value yeah. and, and figuring out what that is. Everything is a lesson and a blessing to me. And if I ask myself that question, what's the lesson and what's the blessing? Where's the value and where can I leverage that value for myself and others? Everything eventually, sometimes sooner than others, transfers into this amazing opportunity. And all of a sudden, I feel like, oh, I'm out of the fog of the pain. And I can look back at it and usually, I, I, you know, I can't think of a time that hasn't, but I'll say usually because I don't like to say always, um, <laughs> you know, knock on wood, right? Usually, yeah. I, if one door closes, another one opens. And so as cliche as they sound, I've lived through enough shit to know that sometimes that's the only thing that got me through. And it didn't just get me through, Marnie. It helped me rise and it helped me achieve the level of success that I have. And I found that some things may slow me, but they've never stopped me. And they've always, you know, maybe they felt like a detour, but they were actually an access point. And if you just remember that and you search for the access point instead of seeing it as a detour, if you search for the purpose instead of the pain, if you understand it's a process and you surrender into it and you find presence in the middle of that process, even when it's uncomfortable, all of a sudden these leverage points come and are available to you. And this you know, sense of inner freedom yeah. is immediately yeah. available to you. And then all of a sudden, everything that's around you, the situation, the circumstance, the people, they, they fade away. And your own power starts to drive you through that. And I think that's what's always gotten me through.
0: Beautiful, beautiful. And you know, for those who are on today, I want you to notice there's a thread showing up in every one of our speakers that a lot of them are saying that when they do what they do, things fall into place and it's a trust in the universe or the process or whatever you want to call it, right, is just going through it and things tend to work out, right? Yeah. And yeah, I love that. So let's talk about follow through. Let's talk about some structures that you put in place so that once you've got that clarity, now you've got the power and the drive that's moving you forward. How do you make sure that you have that follow through that you have not only commitments to others, but
1: commitments to yourself to actually reaching that goal? Yeah, I think it's a couple of things. On one level, it's just character. Like I don't even know when I read this question had it, it was like I don't I don't know how to actually define what wakes me up every day and drives me to a sense of commitment versus others. I still ask myself that question, Marnie, about why am I why am I persistent? It is the difference, I believe, first of all, I will say in every executive that I work with the difference between success and failure is their level of execution and their commitment. And Absolutely, execution. And I don't, 100%. I don't know that from like, I mean, I know this character, this like sense of duty, this sense right. of responsibility, the sense of when I make a commitment to myself, my word is my bond. Mm-hmm. And, and that it has, it has an impact, right? It has, I am a ripple effect every minute okay. of every day. I'm a ripple effect. And so if I don't follow through, if I don't, Execute what I said I was going to. I just completed a ten day cleanse, and I promised you on my knees on day six. I was like, I'm done. I want to fit. What was I thinking? Like, Why did I do this to myself, right? And it is that sense of duty. I, there was nothing else. I, I'm like pure. I I'm like I want to eat. My body is physically painful. Like I'm, I'm not world, having world, fun so right now. now. Yeah, like I'm done. Like I don't even care, right? But I just went back to, I chose this for a reason. Yeah, There was something about me before I made this choice that was clear about this and this sense of trust in myself mm-hmm. and duty to myself and commitment to myself and understanding that there's a ripple effect, a ripple effect in my life and a ripple effect in everybody's lives that I touch and that people are counting on me. I'm counting on me. So I think that's the inner fortitude that I have, but also... Way, I honestly think way more than that. It's systems for me. I'm a metrics girl. Like I measure everything. So I run my life by spreadsheets. I could tell you what's happening, what isn't. You know, My finances, my financial spreadsheets are in place for my business and my personal life. I literally know exactly why I'm doing what I'm doing. And I know, and I know how to measure my success mm-hmm. at it. And I know where I'm at in, in trajectory. So I know how to adjust to it. And you
0: can see the past. You can, you can kind of see the future. And, and, uh, you know, I, I was speaking again, just the other day with one of our other speakers, I find more freedom in structure.
1: Totally. By putting
0: structure in,
1: I have way more freedom. And way more time. I mean, I have a, a a thousand more hours of my time because I know what I need to spend my time in and what I don't need to make, um, spend my time in. I I make decisions easier because I'm able to like see the dashboard, right? I can see what's happening and what isn't. And that clarity around really important metrics, like levers that I know what the dials are and I know how to turn this dial up and, you know, turn that dial down and paying attention to that helps me feel confidence in the decisions. And so it causes me to follow through even when I'm unclear. Like when I'm on day six or five of my cleanse, and I'm on my knees going, I'm done. <laughs> I really looked back at what, why am I doing this? What am I measuring? You know, I did this for health reasons. What, if I reached my metric yet, I haven't reached my metric yet. I hired this practitioner for a reason. So it's going back to those things when we get lost and things get really foggy, which they can do in life and business. And using those systems I put into place And those metrics I put into place to actually define whether I'm at my goal or not and whether I need to keep pushing forward when it seems a little unclear or foggy. And it helps me feel confidence in my decisions. Absolutely. And that's, you know, it kind
0: of goes back to why I'm building entire task because I want to help people be able to see that clarity. And I just haven't been happy with the tools out there to be able, you know, to see that clarity. Most of the time, things are like, the forest is right here, and, and I'm like, I've got these thousands of tasks, and I can't see what's really important, and that's yeah. really, you know, one of the reasons I'm going through all of this is because I'm, I'm hearing these threads that are the same with all of the speakers, and
1: that's why I really love doing this. That's great. I it's think- what an amazing tool for people to have, like to be able yeah. to you know, have a big picture view of, you, of your tasks and what you're doing and what's on your plate and know what to do next. I mean, one of the biggest things that keeps us stuck in overwhelm, right? Is that look of like, Oh my gosh, I have all this stuff. What do I do? Where do I go? What's you know? most important.
0: You know, what, what is going to shift the biggest lever at this time and make the biggest impact? Absolutely. Totally. So I, i'm having every speaker give away a free gift and i know yours is going to be awesome so tell us about
1: your free gift for the attendees today yeah so what i find is that you know about 80 percent of us or we spend about 80 percent of our time every day on things that we don't control we have no control over so similar to the idea of all of these tasks right we, we mm-hmm. get overwhelmed and overloaded by all of these things we get our emotions wrapped up in them we spend our time in them. We spend strategic resources on them and they actually, we have no control over them. They're, they don't drive our results. They don't drive our relationships. They don't help us get clarity in uncertain times. And so what I'm giving away is this free mini course called the circle of power, which helps you identify there's 10 indicators of control, 10 indicators that you're what I like to call outside of your uh, circle of power. And you're, you're spinning your wheels and the hamster wheel on things that you have no control over. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are things that would surprise you you know a lot of people who say I'm not controlling I'm totally progressive I'm, I feel completely liberated you'd be surprised at how much of their day gets stuck in things they have no control over yeah and then we help you identify what are the things that you do have power in and how do you access those things and how do you leverage those things in your life and what are the four principles of power that you can use to kind of take yourself through a lot of the stuff that you asked me, you know, how do I, how do I go through that? So. That is so perfect. You know what? I'm going to get your free gift. Cause that's
0: <laughs> really awesome. It sounds right along the lines of, of what this whole summit is all about. Yeah. So I totally appreciate you coming on here today, Shannon. And yeah,
1: so- I, I wish you all the best. It was, it was wonderful. Oh, thank you so much. It's been an honor. <laughs> okay. Bye.
0: Thanks for listening today. I hope you enjoyed the episode. And if you did, please leave us a review. It really helps others to decide if they're going to listen too. This series has been all about clarity, power, and follow through. EntireTask can help you get clear with its vision board. It gives you the power to do what's most important with our algorithms and to chunk things down so it's easy to follow through. Check it out at EntireTask.com.